Hello and welcome to your Divine Uniqueness Show. If you'd like to listen to live episodes and interact with our speakers, you can go to yourdivineuniqueness.com. Your, Y-O-U-R, Divine, D-I-V-I-N-E, Uniqueness, U-N-I-Q-U-E-N-E-S-S.com. Hello everyone, this is Monsef Afker and thank you so much for joining us today in this new call and new season of Your Divine Uniqueness. So we yeah, are very happy to connect with you again, to have you with us on the show, live here with us, and also um, happy to, to connect with, with those of you who will be listening to the replay later. So um, yeah, so really excited about this new season and the experiences we will, we will be having with, with our wonderful speakers. And today for our first first call, um, Mira Kelly is, is joining us. Um, yeah, it's been it's been a while that that she 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 didn't join us. I think a couple of years ago, and yeah, I, I feel like most of you already know her and the profound work and message that she's she is sharing. Um, and, and and today I feel it it will be very inspiring, very deep, and it will remind us of to remind us of of um, the truth of who we are about the love that that is already within us, and when when we connect to that love like it, it will it will be reflected to in, in in all aspects of our life in in ways that's that we didn't expect like it it can it can be much more than 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 we we, we dreamed about so it's uh, yeah it feels very exciting and so yeah uh, today's topic is deepening your self love and uh, trust um also we'll have a Q&A later on the call so you can ask Mira your questions for that, if you are on the phone or the web call, you can raise your hand by pressing star two. And if you are on the webcast page, you can type in your questions on the question box. All right, and before uh, we start, um, just for those of you who are new to Mira, uh, I would love to share with you a little bit about her. So Mira Kelly is a world-renowned expert on past life regression and the best-selling author of Beyond Past Lives. She facilitates workshops, retreats, individual consultations, and speaks around the world, promoting the healing and transformation available through regression. Stories from Mira's, Mira's sessions are included in Wishes Fulfilled by Dr. Wayne Dyer and in Miracles Happened by Brian L. Um, Weiss and, and on Oprah.com. Wonderful. And also Mia uh, is offering us a free gift. So we'll be t- talking about it um, a little bit later. So stay tuned for that. And uh, yeah, with that, Mia, welcome to the show. Very happy to have you back with us. I'm so happy to be with you. Thank you for having me. And what an honor to be the first call to open your new season. Yeah. Thank you for this opportunity. And of course, the topic we have today divine love and connecting with our divine uniqueness through the profound love that was installed within the very core of our being couldn't be more appropriate right right absolutely um especially in 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 these times um i feel like we all have been uh, through uh, different experiences and i feel maybe for me and people around me it's it's more about connecting to divine love it's it's more about remembrance of of that and it, it was not just maybe talking about it it's it's more about feeling it about experiencing that and uh, yeah so I think it's, whenever, it's a really important subject. Yeah, when, whenever we are challenged in a deep way to grow to expand, 
Of course, it's extraordinarily uncomfortable and challenging and difficult. And these are the times that make us question, make us really look up and say there must be more. And and I really agree that this uncomfortable, uneasy, difficult, challenging stretching that we have been experiencing during the past year with the pandemic it has really brought us to a new place of being and that's always where we find our greatest strength when we look up and we say there there is more there is a bigger purpose to this right so i really appreciate what you said mhm yeah absolutely um so yeah, I'm very excited about the subject. But before we start, I don't know if 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 you feel guided, you want to share more about your work. I shared your bio, but if you feel guided to share more, um, yeah, I would. Thank love you. To. I would love to. Um, I began my work as a past life regressionist. I used to be a corporate attorney, and I had a profound healing of a TMJ condition that happened for me during a past life regression and the realizations and the transformation that occurred through that. And so I shared the story, and that inspired many people till this day to explore past life regression as a way of healing. And over the years, I have been able to share the message of the power of my work because, you know, it's not so much the process uh, that I do on people. It's really the energetic transmission. It's the way I guide people. It's the way I see the world, and I'm able to uh, pull people through and empower people. And so, really, the work that I do is extraordinarily empowering and so many levels and of course there from there on I brought in the element of coaching and applying all of that that people learned and experienced through their past life regressions in their current life and the blessing of it all that uh, I, I experience every day and everyone experiences every day is that through the sessions through these past life regressions through my coaching work people are able to tap into the frequency of their the divine plan for them they're able to tap into the greater meaning the greater purpose of everything to tap into a deeper understanding drink from a bigger well and and whenever we do that we are able to really connect with a part of ourselves that knows that carries us through the rough times that always expands us and increases us and 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 that's really what allows us to release so many of our fears and to connect with the beauty of who we are and so I want to share a story with you because I know that we're all here to speak about divine love and self-love years ago I had the beautiful opportunity to do a past life regression with Serena Dyer and I had just worked with Wayne Dyer. He had an extraordinary experience that helped him see his soul's path to help answer the questions of why so many of the challenges in his present life, to answer the question of why the wild, passionate call to inspire people and to teach and to uh, in, uh, bring people to greater knowingness. So a lot of things were answered for him, lifelong questions. 
And he was so moved by his experience. Wayne Dyer was so moved by his experience with me that he immediately began speaking about my work. And so one of the people that he connected me right away was his daughter. And she had a a life-changing, for me and for many experience and for herself experience, that I would love to share with our listeners today. So she experienced a life um, where she was uh, um, a being. It was not a human lifetime. She was a being on another dimension. And through this dimension, souls were coming on their planning stage. It was a planning stage where souls were coming on their way of being born on earth. And um, on this stage, on this planning plateau, on this planning plane, I should say, uh, people, souls were getting their personalities, their colors for their next incarnation. Because, you know, in every incarnation, we have a different personality, a different race, a different emotional makeup. And so she was saying how there is a, uh, an entrance, if you will, a portal, if you will, through which newly created souls were coming uh, on their path of being born to earth. And so I was so intrigued by that, and I asked her, well, can we go backwards through this portal and go to where souls are being created? Doesn't that sound like a, such an extraordinary, exciting thing to experience? And I have to tell you, This is the beauty of my work. Every day I'm right there on the edge of consciousness, knowing, understanding, not only every person's psyche and meeting their magnificence and their their uniqueness, but also meeting the collective psyche, all that is, the, the magnanimous energy of all that is. So... Truly, I could not have asked for a better job or or uh, an opportunity to serve because literally right there every day I'm, I'm in the energy of that divine love, witnessing the magnificence of that divine love. And so she described to me that so she had no problem going to this plane where souls are created. And she described to me that souls like, planes like that where new souls are created exist in many different levels, locations throughout the multiverse, that this was not the only place in the multiverse. It was a place here for us in in on Earth. And so she was saying to me how uh, uh, new souls are being created through intention and energy. And and I said to her, well, where is this intention coming from, right? Like, who's giving the signal of we need mm-hmm. a new soul? And she said that within all that is, that which we know as the quantum field, that which we know as the universe, that which we call God, um, uh, it, it, there is and all that is is really all that is, the plants, the animals, the extraterrestrials, all the souls. Within all that is, there is a desire for new growth and expansion. And all of a sudden, all that is knows itself of some of what it 
could be. In other words, it's recognizing, wait, there is a need, there is a desire for more, more creativity, more growth, more expansion. And so all of a sudden, all that is says we need a new soul here to take on this desire to work with this vision to create through 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 this uh, through this uh, through this hunger and desire for growth and expansion and so that's how a new soul is created through divine love through divine intention through energy and I heard this and I had chills all over it. And I have to tell you, I get so incredibly excited every time I tell this story because the implications of this knowledge of this information are really profound, really profound. Because what this means is that each one of us is known and loved and seen as worthy and as valuable before we were even created. This whole thing that we do in life where we say, I'm not enough, I don't know enough, I, who am I, what am I here to contribute, I'm not valuable enough, my life has no meaning, all of that is a whole lot of nonsense sense lies that we have been telling ourselves in fact i have to tell you um i was talking to uh, i was talking to a girlfriend the other day and she was saying mm-hmm. how she was speaking to a friend and this friend said to her what a socially transmitted disease and and they were talking about something you know that it's a commonly held mis- misunderstanding and my friend said wait wait what do you mean sexually transmitted disease and and that friend said no 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 a socially transmitted disease in other words crap that we tell each other crap that we believe mm-hmm. and you know when you believe when you repeat something a few times of course people stop and think and say well maybe it's true i hear it everywhere i see it on the news every ad tells me that i should do better and be better um every every person feels that way all my friends feel that way no nobody really walks around feeling like they're a gift from god right and that they have been given the greatest gift of their existence because they're worthy and valuable so this whole thing that we are not enough is a, a socially transmitted disease right like the, the stuff we give each other and and but it's not the good stuff we give each other right it's not love and inspiration it's the stuff that brings us down and so we we think that we're created from spare parts. We think that we're less than. We think that we're outsiders. We think that we don't belong. We feel that we are alone and nobody cares. And yet all along, all along, it has never been true. It, the divine has been saying, well, that's a valued, valuable way to experience creation for you to Step so far away from how loved and important you are and that you're going to create all these unfortunate experiences of rejection and abandonment and unfulfillment and not enoughness. I mean, it's a valuable experience. We're all going to learn. But I hope sooner or later you're going to recognize and remember your worthiness and you're going to drop all those lies 
And you're going to really receive the truth of who you are, which is divine love and profound worthiness and profound value. And you're going to receive your heritage, right? Because since the beginning of time, we have been seen as no- and known as worthy and valuable. So this thing that we have been doing for 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years of our life of telling ourselves, we are not enough. Who am I? Who am I? It's just literally a blip on the radar of, of your soul's, of your soul's, um, heritage, of your soul's story, of your soul's unique path. And so my desire for all of our listeners, each one of you on our call is for you right here, right now to just put your hands on your heart to take a deep breath in and really say to yourself, what if, what if, what if I have been worthy ever since the beginning of time? And what if, um, since the creation of my soul, and what if I receive that worthiness and that value that the divine has placed in me? What if I really open myself to the core of my being and own the truth that I am enough, that I am worthy, that I am valuable. And what if I decide from here on that I'm going to treat myself as worthy and as valuable because you see nobody is going to give me that recognition i've been searching for that recognition all my life i did everything i have done in life to earn that recognition that i'm valuable that i matter that i have something to say and to give and um i've done everything right i've worked hard i've done everything I could to please other people and to make them proud. I've uh, bent over backwards to be there for others. I've saved people. I I, I have worked really hard and, and put in the time and the toil. I've done everything everybody told me that a good person would do. And still that nagging feeling of failure and not enoughness and being an outsider and not feeling confident to speak my truth and to have my gifts and talents be seen and, and change the world. All of that is really as a result of us buying into the socially transmitted disease that we don't matter, that we are not enough. And so what if I decide right here, right now, that I am enough? It's really that simple, right? And the proof is not on the outside. The proof that I'm worthy is not on the outside. The proof that I'm worthy is right here in the very fact that I exist. The very fact that I'm walking this earth, that I'm breathing this air, the very fact that I wake up in the morning is proof that I am worthy, that I am enough, that God wants me to be here, that God has seen my gifts and talents, that the divine has charged me with a mission. And what if I stop asking for validation from everybody else 
and just simply own the truth by claiming and deciding, I am, I am, I exist, therefore I am enough. And that's really the gift that uh, that regression session has given really to all of us. And I know that I will be telling this story um, for the rest of my life because each one of us can never hear enough times that we're worthy, that we matter, that we are supported, that we belong, that this is a meaningful and loving universe. And it's really a good idea for us to start living in accordance with that divine decree that we matter, right? Like we were created through a divine right. decree that said, I am worthy. And so what if from here on we choose to embody this and we choose to treat ourselves as a miracle? Because you see, we wait for something on the outside to change and to happen and to give us that permission. We wait, for, you know, if we're lonely to be in a relationship to say, okay, now somebody sees me and I can be happy. Or for somebody to give us more money and give us a better position and for us to say, okay, now I, my gifts and talents are recognized. So I can actually really apply the divine wisdom that I have accumulated through so many lifetimes and the skills and the talents that are so unique, right? We don't need any of that. We can, right here, right now, allow ourselves to be our true selves, to be more of our of ourselves. And that's the gift we're here to give to others, but truly to our soul, and to ourselves, because then we allow our soul to work its miracles and its magic through us. And we all know what it feels like when life is an ecstatic explosion of synchronicities, when things happen, when things feel that we're supported, when feel life feels like it's happy and it's happening. So that's that's really what I so desire for our listeners to feel within their heart, to look up, to open their heart and to say, I'm not going to wait anymore. I'm just going to claim that and live that. So how about that truth as an opening statement to this incredible transmission that each one of the teachers in this series will give? Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah, I really love that. That's that's really inspiring. And like we, we've been waiting like uh, for a long time, and, and and it's been the same. Like um, like 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 you said earlier, we we try to be like pleasing to others, give away our power to others, or circumstances, so we can feel better. But it's it, it just it it didn't change. Like it's still the same pattern there, and still the same feeling. But when when we how to say like. We connect to the divine love within and the support that is available for, for us from the universe, God. And, and, and we believe that, that they are here to support us, that they are truly supporting us. It's, it's there where things start changing. And, um, I think it's, it's also like a matter of priority, prioritizing that relationship with the universe, with our higher self more than anything. Like it comes first. And maybe, and then with time, like little by little, we can feel that, um, 
that that connection, that divine love within us. And with time, we can feel more and more enough uh, with ourselves. Um, I have to tell you, years ago, I really understand what you're saying. Because years ago, when I was working as an attorney and um, my days were busy with with life, right? Like life, life demanding and asking and people and family members. I remember thinking to myself, gosh, I, I really cannot wait for this life to be over. I really wanted this to be my last mm-hmm. life on earth because this is not going well. I am not happy. I have a complaint, God. We've got a complaint here. And so, and so, um, I remember just wanting to escape. And now when I'm in a place where I have worked through so many of those challenges and when I have learned to trust life to take me to its greatness, um, I'm in a very different place. I say, you know what, it doesn't even matter if this is my last life or not. I am figuring this game of life. I get it. I get it. I understand how to play it. So if this is the last life or not, who cares? I'm just making the most out of what's in front of me today. My job is to bring heaven on earth, not to run away to heaven or to some other planet and to, you know, miss home so desperately. Because my soul chose to be here. My soul chose to incarnate in this life. So there's value right here. And, of course, there are challenges. Always, you know, the next opportunity for growth, mm-hmm. the next opportunity to to expand and to learn. That, that will happen until my very last breath. But that connection with the divine, that sense of the bigger structure and framework that I work with, what you spoke of, right, the, the sense of prioritizing my relationship with the divine has really now become my greatest relationship. It has become my greatest, most important place of strength, my well, which fills up my cup. And because I feel so safely held by by this unconditional love we call the divine, I feel so supported. I find meaning in the intricate tapestry that unfolds before my eyes every day. I'm willing to trust that process. I'm willing to surrender to the divine and trust life and serve life. And simultaneously, along with it, I'm also focusing on hitting goals and expanding my capacity to receive all the goodness that life has to offer, right? The love, the connection, the experiences, the opportunities for impact, all of that. But you see, that that prioritizing of the connection with the divine happens, obviously, when we do our practices, our daily practices of gratitude, our daily practices of 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 um, meditating. Uh, the work that we do, you know, in my case, my work is being in trance. I'm in trance every day channeling for people and their souls and allowing them to connect with their souls. Uh, but yet, what if we see every moment as an offering to the divine? What if we see every moment as us 
being in that priority relationship with the divine, what if we offer everything that we do as an act of service and growth? Because you see, every moment we live, our soul, our soul has created us for the experience of that very moment. So I exist right here, right now for my soul, for the divine to channel through me, to reach people for this moment, to serve somebody, to inspire somebody for somebody to feel uplifted while they're on their way of, of, of dealing with their life, you see. So what if we prioritize the relationship with the divine not by running away into our little cubbyholes of, you know, uh, temples and monasteries and meditation cushions, but what if we devote every breath we take, every action we take to that to that relationship with the divine, then everything I do is an extension of my soul working through me. Then everything has meaning and then everything has a greater purpose. And then I'm willing to walk the universe, walk down the earth with a different sense of belonging and a different sense of trust and a different sense of meaning. And you see, this is where self-love comes in because then I don't... Self-love is is not about being better than anybody. Self-love is about seeing that which God sees in me and appreciating it. The way you and I will look at a, at a little boy or a little girl and we'll see mischievousness and exuberance and playfulness and opportunities and endless perfection and, and possibilities and play and wonder and curiosity and gifts and talents and cuteness and sweetness, right? That's what we would see when we look at a little person. And that's exactly how the divine sees us. So what if we see ourselves the same way? Endless possibilities, endless potential, greatness, and always the room for more play, more creativity, more fun. And so that's how self-love expands within us. And that's how we treat ourselves as the miracle that we are. That's how we see ourselves as worthy and valuable. I hope this makes sense, does it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it really does. And yeah, um, uh, like you said, like it, it's when when we are in that state of deep connection with the divine love, we are in a state of how to say uh, fulfillment because it's. It's always available to us. It's always there. And if we compare it like, because many times we try to find love outside of us. And sometimes people, they give us love, they give us attention, but also they have their own issues. And sometimes they will not be able to give us that love. And if we if we rely on that, or if we rely on our circumstances to be the way we want, it's it will be unstable. We will feel within us uh, empty because it's, it's not always there for us, but when we are um, in divine love, like see, uh, connecting to love from the divine, it's it's yeah, it's uh, it, it's this is what what is like real um, and what is always available to us. And you see, and also, we are uh, yeah. Higher, yeah. Go ahead. 
I was going to say that uh, I really appreciate you bringing up circumstances, and um, I know you spoke of it earlier. And you see, we are, I really want us to, all of us, see ourselves as the masters of circumstances. And I don't mean the ego-driven modality of I'm going to dominate and impose my will on things here, but I'm the master of circumstance because my focus, my attention defines circumstances, creates circumstances. I don't allow circumstances to define me and master me. I dig from a deeper well, which is my well of connection to the divine. I, 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 I am empowered by deeper truths. And, and that's really how, how about if we tag this call as the masters of circumstances? I should, I should create a class on this, masters of circumstances, because that's something and that I teach a lot on how to create the experiences we desire and yet co-create that with the device so it doesn't feel like we're really pushing and, you know, dragging the entire universe behind us and walking as if through a mud field, but instead it feels like we're effortlessly as wizards of consciousness waving our wands and and creating the, the best lives we could possibly live right here in this reincarnation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, I have a question. And before that, just want to remind our audience that um, if you are on the phone and you want to ask your question and talk to Mia, you can raise your hand by pressing star two. And if you are on the webcast page, you can type in your question there on the question box. And yeah, my question is, is, is when, uh, when there's already like a, a momentum, like negative momentum, maybe there's this feeling of urgency about changing things. And maybe there's, um, how to say, when someone just wants to get out of this situation, how to start like, um, a new momentum that can slowly shift from the negative one to, to one that, that's, that supports, supports the person. Well, it really depends on the person. I'm always somebody who, whenever there is an urgent need for change, I quantum leap. I don't play with little degrees and little shifts. And, and my, my changes are bigger and more drastic, but obviously the pain I experience in the process is much bigger. So this really depends on the personal preferences. And there are people who do micro changes right millimeter shifts and changes and create bigger bigger changes over time so it's really a personal preference of where how do you go i go quantum jumping some people are willing to change their realities little by little by little but right here mm-hmm. right now no matter no matter what your preference is here is what you can do Remind yourself that you are the master of circumstance. Take a deep breath in, look around the room. And this is really in the moment that you feel challenged. And remind yourself that the present is your point of power. So what that means is time is simultaneous. And if time is simultaneous, as all the spiritual teachers uh, and uh, quantum physicists tell us, 
what that means is that the past has no, not necessarily the ability to affect the future and the present. It only has that ability because we give it that power, because we don't see a clear-cut moment of from now on it's different. From now on, I'm going to tell a new story. From now on, I'm going to see my worth and my value, and I'm going to act differently. In fact, people continue to search for what's wrong in the past and 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 keep holding on to what is wrong in the past, and that's the reason why they cannot change. And so I'm here to tell people, yes, understand through your past life what is the story, what is the bigger reason, what is the big tapestry, and then decide and this is how it's going to be different. So remind yourself right here, right now, you have the power to change, and then remind yourself that what if, what if things could get better? And then begin working not with the circumstances because this is how people fail and this is how we get ourselves in these urgent situations where we say, I've tried for 20 years and nothing has changed. But instead, work with the mastery within you. That's why we're talking about being masters of circumstances. You create within the inner laboratory of, of your own psyche, of your own chest, of your own soul, of your own mind, the inner lab where you put together and you experiment. And so that's where you say to yourself, okay, let me focus on what's within. What is within me that is being reflected outwards that if I change within me will change outwards. And so that's really where the true power is. That's really where we get to say, oh, I don't mind this life. I can live 10 more lives. I've got this. I understand the process. Because you see, the reason why we go through so many incarnations is because in the moment of us being in the middle of the life, in the moment of us driving the vehicle of that life, right? We don't understand that we're the person in power. We don't understand that our inner environment creates the outer environment. Instead, we reflect, we are reactive to what we see on the outside. We say, well, this is how I grew up. Nobody loves me. I have no success. I'm a failure. I, my wife cheated on me. Then my second wife, I couldn't get her pregnant. She wanted children. She left me too. I've been a failure with, uh, I heard the story today with a client. I've been a failure with everything I've ever done, right? In other words, this is a person who is reacting on what's on the outside. This is a person who is not saying, wait a minute, I'm the driver of this car, of this vehicle. I'm, I, I, I decide which way things go, right? And so that's really the real reason for karma. We get born life after life, and our soul is hoping, okay, maybe this time around they'll realize that they're actually the cause of their circumstances. Maybe they'll take a little more responsibility. Because you see, the most powerful thing that happens is that the moment we take responsibility for any circumstance, we can change it. And we can change it. And this is not about blame or guilt. This is about saying, okay, if I am in this place and in this position, 
I'm going to figure it out. That's freedom. That's real freedom. I'm going to understand what is the reason I got myself here. I'm going to understand how to do it differently. There are people who have done it differently. I'm going to learn from them. And I'm going to really succeed in getting to the destination. And that's how we actually end the cycle of reincarnation. It's not by trying to run away and saying, I don't want to be born here anymore but by solving our problems, by looking them in the eyes and saying, okay, I get how this is serving me and I understand what to do here. And you see, karma is not about punishment. It's not about punishment at all. Uh, like this person that I was talking about earlier, he said to me, what, what am I paying for? What atrocities have I done in a past life that I am so deeply challenged in this life that I haven't accomplished anything? I'm a complete failure. And you know what? His past life showed that not, not, none of it was the case. It was simply a person who felt terribly alone and terribly cut off, never really dipping into his worth and value in any lifetime never feeling supported, never feeling encouraged, never feeling like he matters. So that's the work. Now that he understands, he needs to be his biggest cheerleader. So karma is not about punishment. Karma is about balancing. Karma is about saying, okay, I got how I failed to do it in other lifetimes. Well, now let me do it because I'm here. My soul wants me to be here. Let me get to work. And let me focus on this development, the spiritual growth and development. Because ultimately, when I die at the end of the day, that will be really the only thing that matters. It wouldn't be... It wouldn't be the size of the house I lived. Of course, that would be a nice accomplishment, but those come and go. It wouldn't be the size of my bank account. The true accomplishment will be, what did I learn? What did I master? How did I master circumstances? How did I serve up through through the inner mastery of, of my gifts and talents? And that's how we really apply it all and put it all into perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really love that. I, I um, actually, like, I find it. It brings some some relief, and also it's it's empowering because it shows us that um, we are in our own power. We are responsible of that, and we can shift any situation um, if if we choose to. And uh, like you said, we are yeah. masters of our our life. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and I have to tell you, I love that you use the word power. Because you see, uh, one of the aspects of self-love is actually using, trusting, and channeling our power. And, 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 and that is a very important aspect of self-love because through, through, through the centuries we've been taught that it's actually better, you're a better person if you don't use your personal power. If you're a better person, if you're meek and, and submissive and are not too much and you don't take too much space and you're quiet and 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 devoid of any energy and emotion because you know supposedly that's how god wants us to be quiet meditative you know with our heads bowing down and 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 i had spent a lot of time 
studying personal power because i i uh, i i i really came into this world very interested in power and politics and 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 what motivates people and 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 all of this and i have to tell you there've been many questions and definitions over the years of what power is. And finally, what I realized is that power is all about being your true self. Power is really all about tapping into the supply and the source of your soul, your subconscious, and trusting the inner guidance, trusting that which comes through, trusting the exuberance and the joy and the vitality and the knowingness and the magnificence of what's within us, trusting that inner source will always, always, always guide you because it is you. It wants your greatest fulfillment. And so that's the reason why we're giving our listeners the gift of my trust meditation because I cannot... I cannot teach you how to trust, but I can tell you it's a choice you have. You decide that you can trust. It's a choice that you must make for yourself, that you're going to trust your power. You're going to trust the divine. You're going to really see the beauty and the meaning in everything. You're going to trust that you are worthy and valuable. You see, these are decisions that each one of us has to make. And I can give you the stories of my path and my experience in the path of so many clients. But really, ultimately, it's for each and every one of us to roar like the lioness, you know, and like the lion that we are and to say enough is enough. This no longer is an option, you know, this suffering. Because let me tell you, let me tell you, hear me out. The point of suffering is to teach you not to suffer. Suffering is good for the soul only if it teaches you that you're worthy, that you're enough, that you matter, that you deserve. Only then, if it teaches you, if it teaches you anything else other than your beauty and your greatness, you, you still have not figured it out. So in other words, the point of suffering is to teach you not to suffer. We don't need to deserve God's love. We don't need to suffer in silence for somebody to finally notice us and love us, right? A lover for us to say, mm-hmm. oh my God, I've loved you forever. Finally, you get to see me. Finally, after you resolve your challenges. No, we are worthy and enough right here, right now. And it's up to us to solve our problems. And we begin, we begin right there by saying enough is enough. This is no longer an option. Let me figure it out within the space of my own psyche. Because then life says yes. Life always says yes. Because remember, God has said yes when God created us. So God was really just waiting. The universe was just waiting for us to remember and to say yes. So that's why life is always a yes. It's just we've been playing hard to get all this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I really love that. Thank you so much, Mira, for saying about that. Um, yeah, it's it's really inspiring and, and also empowering. So. That was wonderful. And um, 
Yeah, and now I would love if you can tell us uh, more about the, the free meditation that you are offering. And uh, everyone, um, I invite you to I invite you to to, to sign up and and download your your free meditation on the link. Um, either uh, just a moment, I guess. Yeah. So uh, either there are two links: uh, mirakelly.com forward slash gift, mira m i r a, kelly k e l l e y dot com forward slash gift, or your divine sorry your divine uniqueness.com forward slash mira. And also there is um, a free gift button uh, on, on the webcast page, and later it will be available on the replay page. So, Mira, can you please share with us about the, the meditation? Mm, it's something really so incredibly special. And uh, I have heard extraordinary feedback from people who got the meditation and worked with it, right? Because if you don't work with it, what's what's the point? You will not get the benefit. But if you actually commit to listening to this meditation, you will see extraordinary results. And I created this meditation for myself. Um, I created the importance of the focus of trusting myself when I was looking to move away from being an attorney to doing the work that I do right now. I didn't, you know, I knew that I had to believe that I have something valuable to give and to offer. I had to believe that my life has meaning and my life will fulfill itself. I had to believe and trust that within me there is wisdom and that will come through when when the, the the questions are asked and when a person needs help. I had to believe that life will support me financially in order to be able to fulfill that purpose and offer my gifts. So trusting became an important growth moment for me because I had to trust I had to really trust that the people will come and to receive them. I had to really trust that the opportunities will come and to receive them. I had to trust that the wisdom will come. And that's when I had to really choose and decide that this call that I felt within my heart had meaning. This call for service wasn't in vain. Um, that if I have something to contribute, will the way will be shown, the way will be cleared, and it will be a safe way. It will be a way that will take care of the rent and make sure that there's food for dinner, right? And so, um, but also it will really change lives, right? Take care of me and take care of others. And so I knew that it was a matter of me choosing to trust because as I was saying earlier, I am, I am the person who is the master of my circumstances. I cannot wait for people to buy for me to say, okay, now I can do this, right? This is really worth it. I have to say, I'm going to trust that there's purpose and I'm going to keep offering, keep offering, keep offering. And, and so, that's that's what I had to really choose to trust in. That was my own journey to to create the circumstances I wanted to live. And so if in our listeners' life there's something that you are looking to change as a circumstance, 
please understand that that exists as a potential in the quantum field. The mind of God has already dreamt the dream. If you have it as a desire, it already exists as a possibility. However, you got to go from here to there, if you will. you got to really dig deep into your trust of what you desire. So, so use that meditation to keep anchoring the belief, the knowingness that you're going to trust that it's going to work and you're going to trust that God will take you there, the way will appear. You're going to keep choosing trust and faith and you're going to keep saying yes to life and taking the actions that come through and you will get there. So, and all of that is fueled and empowered by this deep knowingness, by this deep faith. And it's both a stubborn consistency of I'm going to keep walking towards the dream that my soul has dreamt for me, but also an extraordinary act of surrender. The surrender of I'm not going to insist, I'm going to be guided, I'm going to look out for for signposts, I'm going to say yes, I'm going to believe, right? It's really the the most exquisite and intricate game of intention, trust, and surrender. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. Thank you so much, Mira, for offering it to our audience. Very grateful to you. And um, yeah, again, everyone, I highly recommend you to download the meditation. And you can get it by clicking on the free gift button, which is on the webcast page or on the replay page. Or you can visit the link mirakelly.com forward slash gift. Mira, M-I-R-A, Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y, dot com, forward slash gift. Or you can also um, visit the link, yourdivineuniqueness.com, forward slash Mira. And um, so, Mira, we, we still have five minutes left. Can we take a question from... Oh, I actually from... would love that, yes. Okay. So, yeah, first we have a feedback from Beth. She, she wrote, thank you. A beautiful perspective on our life on Earth. Oh, thank you, Beth. I'm so grateful you're with us on the call. Thank you for your loving presence. Thank you, Beth. And we have Irieta from uh, Athens. Um, she wrote that in 11 past lives, she was completely in survivor mode, looking for food and shelter every single day, but, but she was able to survive. Um, and the energy twisted her spleen and it still affects her life uh, today. So um, so her question is, is how, how to, to move beyond that or remove that from her uh, present, present uh, so, lifetime. So this is how we do it. I want you to understand that in those lifetimes where it was about survival, you knew the richness and the abundance of life in a way that somebody, um, an Austrian princess sitting in, uh, in a beautifully decorated room eating pastries and having a gorgeous coiffed hair and an extre- extremely intricate dress didn't understand and didn't know. In other words, the triumph of life, the morning sun coming up and 
a mother seeing that her children are still alive and that they made it through the cold of the night, the triumph and the experience of 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 the exuberance of life, the tenacity, the resilience, the richness of life, the experience of the sun rays, the laughter of the children finding a little bit of bread, the extraordinary flavor and tastiness of a simple piece of bread when you have been so hungry, the joy of of a connection with a stranger helping. In other words, in those lifetimes that were all about survival, you knew more about abundance than in many lifetimes other life, uh, other souls have known where they have gotten way too blasé, way too leaned back and really not being there with the clay of life molding life. So you got what I'm trying to teach you here through telling you this new perspective is you got to spin these past life and lives and see them through the prism of abundance. You've got to see how they taught you about abundance. And so when you say it was just an aspect of abundance that I was learning, and from the get-go, my soul has been so deeply and steeply uh, steeped in, my, my soul has been so deeply steeped into the knowingness of how I'm deeply provided because when my soul was created, I was given everything. Life is a yes. God is a yes. It's all a yes. And my soul knew such deep, profound abundance that it chose to experience seeming not enoughness so that the flavors and the textures and the richness and the resilience and the vigorous exuberance of life will be so vitally in my senses and in my awareness. I learned so much about the infinite abundance of it all and that life always, always finds a way. And then you say that abundance is everywhere. Life is all about connection. Life is about cooperation. Life is about taking care of itself. And if you need proof of it, just look into that which you've known in other lives. Look into the innumerable grains of sand on the beach. Look into the innumerable stars in the sky, drops in the ocean. Look into the breaths of air you take where there's never, never an end. And then you look into the forest. For me, that is always the most beautiful place where abundance and cooperation shows up. Because you see, there is a network that connects all vegetation in the forest, that connects the trees, that connects everything that grows out of the forest floor. And that connection, that mycelium network, is really an extraordinary example of cooperation, where where a tree, when a tree needs nourishment, a signal is sent, and the whole network sends its resources towards that. So that's when I really invite you to study this and encourage this, uh, and encourage you to study this and integrate this learning, because you need to understand that life is about cooperation, that you're not alone. If you insist that you're alone, of course you're right, life will give you that, right? Remember, life is a yes, God is a yes. Mm -hmm. So if you choose to create a life of lack, 
God will say, all right, that's a very abundant perspective of that. All right, keep going. Someday somebody will get on the line with you and will tell you, but what if you choose to see as everybody supporting you, everything supporting you, God giving you everything. And so what if you start saying, I'm supported, I matter, I belong, my needs and desires are met. There's more than enough. There's actually so much that there's an overflow and you start telling that story and you start seeing yourself in that way and you keep reminding yourself, I'm not going to be reacting to circumstances. Those circumstances on the outside, they're just an echo. They're just an echo of how I used to think yesterday. But I am different. I chose to be different. I chose to trust that life has meaning, that life is here for me. And I'm going to think abundance and plenty. And I'm going to affirm that abundance. And whenever I get upset and angry, and I'm going to change my thoughts, and I'm going to keep speaking abundance and plenty. And this is where you're either going to quantum shift and you're going to quantum jump and shrink time, if you will, because your results will be so drastic and profound. Or you will do it little by little doesn't matter. What matters is that you are learning, you're balancing your karma, and you're saying, I got it. This is about connection and support and belonging. And I am rich in all of that. And I'm God's favorite child. My mom invented that phrase. I'm God's favorite child because, you know, everybody is God's favorite child. And and. The divine is nurturing me. Everything is providing for me. I'm always safe. And then you lean into that. You repeat it. You talk about it. You celebrate it. You expand it. And that's how you turn that shift or a ship around. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mia. Um, and that, that was very deep and very empowering. So thank you so much for that message. Um, for it and for for everyone because it's um, it's inspiring to, to to all of us. So thank you so much and uh, thank you, Ayrita, for your question. Sending you much love and uh, yeah. So again, Mira, thank you so much for 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 the time you spent with us, for the inspiration and the messages. That was like very very deep, very inspiring call. So I'm very grateful to you for for everything you shared with us. I'm very appreciative of this opportunity to speak and to give you what I have learned through clients, through my own life. Thank you for this opportunity to express my soul and my purpose um, by being with you all. Please reach out to me on social media everywhere you you are. I am everywhere under Mira Kelly. Read my book, Beyond Past Life. Look into working with me one-on-one or through my programs, whichever way. If you're connecting with my voice and my message, keep that voice sounding in your world because you're through me, you're really here in your soul. And that's what I care about, that you feel guided by the divine, by your soul. So thank you. I'm very grateful for you all. Thank you for having me today. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, thank you to you for for sharing your gifts w- with us and also with the world because it's 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 needed, especially this time. And, uh, yeah, it's it's been an honor to have you with us. So thank you again. And, uh, yeah, everyone, again, you can get the... the 
the meditation, the free meditation, um, and download it all on the link mirakelly.com forward slash gift. Mira, M-I-R-A, Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y dot com forward slash gift or yourdivineuniqueness.com forward slash Mira. And also you can click on the free gift button, which is on the webcast or on the replay page. And also the, on, on Mira, Mira's website, mirakelly.com, you will find, I think, all the links for social media, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, with that, everyone, thank you so much for um, joining us today, co-creating with us this beautiful experience and sharing with us your beautiful energy. So, yeah, thank you so much. And I'm sending you so much love. And I will see you on the next call. Bye-bye, everyone. If you'd like to listen to live episodes and interact with our speakers, you can go to yourdivineuniqueness.com. Your, Y-O-U-R, divine, D-I-V-I-N-E, uniqueness, U-N-I-Q-U-E-N-E-S-S.com.